back. Shady's back. COVID's back. Get your mask. Get your mask. Get your mask. Get your mask. And your shot. And your shot. And your mask. And your shot. And your shot. And your shot. And your shot. It's Monday and we're back. And COVID is back apparently, but is it? Well, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the death ticker on CNN yet. It's to be expected. Also, it looks like uh, Supreme Court is going to decide whether they're going to hear whether or not Donald Trump should be barred from ever running for public office. Oh. Welcome to Pop Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. So, Sheriff Lamb, welcome. Thank you. I got to bring you two on as my hype men all the time. Oh, just, all you have on. to do is just go along. Just put your mask on. Just because I might not agree with it, that doesn't mean I lose my right to parent my kid. Leave right. the jokes to me, Chief. This is what gets Jim fired up. It's not communism that's going to destroy this country. It's not socialism that's going to destroy this country. What's going to destroy this country is apathy. apathy. Don't count on anybody coming to save you. It is time to save ourselves. Oh, you got COVID? <laughs> Maybe. According to the media. Wow. I guess well, there's another strain. Yeah. Infections are up. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, so even if you Google COVID is back, right? They'll give you, uh, uh, you know, you can go to NPR, which stands for National Public Radio. National Propaganda Radio. Propaganda. Propaganda. And it said the U.S. is seeing a late summer spike in COVID cases, prompting some hospitals and schools and businesses to encourage or even require people to start masking up again. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you see a lot and, of... you know, it's just in time for the election. Well, I feel like it's a little early. It's a mm. little early. Yeah. The election's like a year away. Yeah, well, we've got primaries coming up. We've got, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. It's just a strange timing to me. It is. Uh, they so they said that the most recent Center for Disease Control, because they've been right a lot, uh, from earlier this month, show that COVID hospitalizations increased by nearly nineteen <gasps> percent. So twenty percent. So the flu's gone again. Well, right. I mean, I was RSV's telling everybody, gone again. It's everything's the, gone. It's the it's new just, flu. It's the new flu, right? Flu. Yeah. Uh, so they said uh, still. Uh, COVID remains risky for people who are unvaccinated. Hmm. But I have read a study that said that the people who are vaccinated are more likely to get it, which we saw that happening when the vaccine first rolled out. I also read a study that said people that are vaccinated are more likely to die suddenly. So it's really a crapshoot. You know, what's more important to you, getting a cold or dying? As long as it's virtuous, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so here we are. Here we go again. Lockdowns, mask mandates. But they know it's going to be a bad look for the administration yeah. if they come through. Well, is it, though? Uh, no, they just you know, have to So get- if they do the lockdowns again and the mask mandates, mm-hmm. the Democrats are going to be able to say, hey, look, you need to vote for us. We are the ones that brought us out of this last time. We're the only ones that can do it. Donald Trump couldn't do it. Yeah. It took Joe Biden to create more jobs in the history of the world. Uh, you know, so better together, yeah, better together. It's stronger together. And I stand with her. Um, <laughs> so, so there's talk that this is going to come. Now I will tell you what is funny to me and I can appreciate Hey, listen, I have a shirt. I have a shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. It says, I will not comply. That's an OG shirt. You've uh, had it for a while. I have had it for a while. It has nothing to do with COVID. Nope. With the I will not comply, and I got it at the time when they were looking at banning guns and banning accessories it's about and tyranny. things like that. Correct. Um, it was not about COVID. And uh, But what I think is funny is that I see all these posts on Facebook now, and everybody's put, no matter what comes next, do not comply. Oh, oh, oh that, sounds, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Do not comply. I will not comply. Do not comply. And I'm looking at all these people putting it on there. And I appreciate the sentiment, but let's be honest. If lockdowns come, if mask mandates come, if uh, shots are required, you can say you're not going to comply all you want. Look, man, it's already in game. They've already got us. You are going to comply. I've known one person the whole entire time in COVID that did not comply. And I talked about it on the show, and that was Stephen B., Stephen B would walk into rule, can you like, sir, you need a mask? And he'll be like, fuck away from me. 
Yeah. Well, right, call the cops. Call okay. the cops, or let me buy my shit. And they're like, okay, let's just get this guy okay, out of here. Well, that's that's what. That's okay, what and I've arrested people. Do. I have arrested people for trespassing when they have told them to leave because they're not wearing a mask. They refuse to leave. Now it's not, it has nothing to do with the mask, but it has everything to do with trespass. So when they tell you to leave, you don't leave. Cops show up, you're going to get arrested for trespass. But that is that is really. I mean, uh, let me take you on a little journey of what life could be like, right? So you say you're not going to comply not going to get vaccinated. Well, you know the government has records on who's vaccinated, who's not, right? Sure. You know the government basically controls everything. Yep. Everything you do, Apple Pay, mm-hmm. your debit card, yep. all of your banking is electronic. So what happens now when the government says, well, if you're not vaccinated, you get $50 a day, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you think it can't happen. I assure you it can, right? Um, what happens when you're driving your 2022 car that has GPS enabled and there's no way for you to shut it off and the government decides, you know what? Anybody who's not vaccinated has to stay out of this area, right? What happens when uh, your employer comes to you and says you have to get vaccinated? Are you really going to walk away from your job? Because you're sitting at home right now and you're saying, yes, I am. Well, but you're going to walk away from your job when you got three kids sitting back here that are dependent on your paycheck, and now you don't have a job, you don't have health care, right? You're going to walk away? No, I bet you're not. No, they're not about that life. I bet you're not. And they come to you until you're going to get jabbed, you're going to get fucking jabbed. Now, maybe you will quit. But as these things progress, and as the powers to be find out they can get away with this shit, you're going to find it's going to get worse and worse and worse. Yeah. No. So now you quit your job. Good luck getting another job because you're not jabbed. Everybody's going to tell you, hey, look, uh, didn't, you, didn't you hear about the government's new workplace mandate? You have, to have, you have to be jabbed in order to work. Right or wrong, now you're still going to, so what, you're going to go fight that good fight for a year there with are, no money? But there are some states that already passed uh, that, that, you know, they can't enforce a mandate. Oh, I get it. Did, did Ohio? Ohio did not. Right. I get it. And I don't think the government. Listen, I get it, it, man. And you know me. I'm all about not complying. Fuck it. I, you know, give it your best shot. But you're a realist about it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I think you're like, going a little like, extreme. Well, but I say that now until it gets, until exactly. It gets extreme. And that's just it, right? I mean, nobody thought the lockdowns were really going to happen for that long, right? Nobody thought that that businesses were going to be shut down and that some were going to be allowed to be open. Nobody thought that would ever happen. Right. But it's going to have to be a numbers game this time. If they shut everything down, but then you go through downtown Ridgeville and everything is open, there isn't, well, there already isn't enough police in Ridgeville, but if there, there is not going to be enough police, <laughs> be a whole lot less soon. there's not going to be a lot of police in Ridgeville, they're going to go door to door and shut people down. You know, there, there may be some government agencies that come in and take the liquor license from the new Mexican joint. Uh, or, or whatever, but you, people got to make a stand. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to pull your licenses. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fining you every day. And like I said, you, you might be able to fight it and win, but where are you going to get that money to fight and win? Right. You're not working for a fucking year. Right. I don't have, listen, you put me out of a job for two weeks, Jack, and I'm in trouble, right? I, I'm just saying, I mean, I love this whole sentiment of I will not comply. Bitch, I bet you will. You're the same people that are saying that, uh, you know, don't, don't fucking hate on me for this. Look, I was one of you, right? I was one of these that was like, oh, I'll never use Amazon again. <laughs> yeah, until I needed fucking air freshener delivered to my house tomorrow by 7.30 a.m. You're steadfast on your Nike band, right? Well, I am steadfast on my Nike band, but I have options. I have options for that, right? Have uh, you bought your, your kids any Nike shit? Nope. Not uh, a they bit. know better. Yeah, than to ask. no, I, I don't. No, I, I'm still still on my Nike band. But but Amazon, nobody does what Amazon does. Disney, nobody does what Disney does. You know, it's that kind of thing. And when they start taking your debit card away from you, or you know, putting a scarlet letter on your head, and where now you can't get get your groceries. And I know what you're saying. Oh, well, there's some stores that aren't going to enforce it. Yeah, yeah. Pope well, Fitness will not enforce it. Well, then they're going to get shut down, and they may win it. Right. right and rightfully so, they should probably win it, but they're going to get shut down. Yeah, but it's people already know the score for this. They know what it is. I mean, this literally is going to have to be Ebola that's going to look. Kill, there, that's going to kill twenty percent. There is an easy way to beat this, but nobody wants to do it. Easy way, vote them out. You vote them out, and you put the people in there that are going to carry on those mandates that you want to see done. Right. You get rid of all the people that are going to support these lockdowns, support mask mandates, but nobody does it. You just keep voting the same fucking people in. So 
you know, whatever. I mean, until you're willing to go out there and actually, you know, take 20 minutes out of your day and, and vote people out, you know, and do your research on who, who supported these mandates, you know, you, you keep going in there and you keep voting in the same judges that believe in the mandates. You keep going in there, you know, and I'm not talking about just the president. I'm talking about your council people, council people that, that say, hey, you know what, I support this mandate. Let's keep everybody safe. If you don't like it, vote them out. Vote your judges out. You vote everybody out from the bottom up, but nobody wants to do it. So in this NPR, you'd rather just keep fighting for a fucking for a year. Well, here it is in this NPR article. It says uh, Morris Brown College, a historically black college in Atlanta, announced last weekend that it would restrict gatherings and implement a mess mandate for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two mm-hmm. weeks to flatten the curve. Hey. Uh, due to reports of positive cases among students, I would have loved to have known this and then gone there and seen if they if they still were gathering, but they weren't doing shit about it. They just did it on paper. I think that's what's going to happen. Oh no! People are going to do it on paper, and they're going to yeah, yeah. I'm telling. No, you. I bet. I bet they did. Do Healthcare it. company Kaiser Permanente uh, reinstated a mask mandate. Um, yeah, uh, but I bet they're upstate, doing it. Medical, oh, in the in the hospitals. Yeah. Well, no, even if that, I bet yeah. that college is doing it. In private college, sure. Mm-hmm. Bet they are. That's that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, but the people that are going there probably believe in it. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So the Talladega City School District of Alabama is urging students to wear a mask, writing on their Facebook post that this is not a mask mandate, but a general encouragement. And I think that's the route that people are going to go. I think that even. Okay, encourage me to do it. Yeah. No. Right. So it's it's tough because everyone knows what the score is. I keep saying that. I know you're on the other side of that, of being like, we're dumb enough to fall for it again. Oh, we are. Because everybody's going to talk a bunch of shit, like I said, until push comes to shove, and now you don't have a paycheck. Right. But if you're telling me that hospitalizations are up 19%, okay, you're going to tell me, you know, call it 20%, and 200 people were in the hospital for it before, but now 240 people are in the hospital? Yeah, and who are these people? Are they 85-year-old nursing home patients that would have been in the hospital anyway with the flu? That just happened to contract COVID in the hospital? Right. I mean, (laughs) I'd like to know who these these 20% are. Um, now, experts have told NPR in recent studies that people should uh, weigh how much risk they're willing to tolerate to modify their behavior, whether you're hanging out in large groups. I'm willing to tolerate a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. A lot. But? I felt like there was a but there. Oh, no. I'm willing to tolerate a lot of risk. If they're going to leave it up to me for my risk management, which they should, I'm willing to tolerate a lot of risk. But it's because we know how viruses work. This thing has made it around the globe, came back, became Omicron, became the next. Look, variant. I got my twelve and shots. What, no, I'll what do they safe. do? What do they do? They become they become highly contagious and less deadly. Less deadly. That's how viruses work. And if it's and you if know, it's, it's funny. This is ill-timed. I'm sorry. <laughs> God, you can get your shit. Right. <clears throat> it's my asthma. Yeah, <laughs> which is COVID-induced, but whatever. Well, Jim was saying he had asthma, and I asked him, "Have you tried to stop fucking having asthma?" And he goes, "Like, I, I have not. So I'm going to try that now." Yeah. Yeah, I don't care how much medication costs. Oh, I feel Just good. tell your body to tell your soul that it's over. Oh, off topic, which reminds me, uh, the wife and I watched a Netflix documentary called The Blue. Remember when there was a Netflix ban? Everybody was like, oh, they got those kids on there. They're a bunch of pedophiles. Never watching Netflix again. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's back. Go ahead. I don't know about everybody. I'm sure their numbers have dropped, but, um, but Blue Zones. Blue Zones is a show maybe a four-part series where this guy traveled to all the places where all these centennial beings are, are, are mass produced. Like they're, everyone's got a hundred year old grandpa. That's, that's riding on a horse and it's, and it all uh, went down to, you know, they have a bean and vegetarian based diet and they live in the mountains and they're climbing around the mountains all the time. They got a garden, they live with their family. So they're, they're not being ignored in a nursing home and they, and they have a garden and they're always constantly using uh, their muscles and they just, you know, they look like our 70, 80-year-olds, and they're 100. All right. That's I'm a, down with but that. But that's a real thing. I'm down with that. That's How many COVID thing. shots do you think they got? I don't know, but I bet you none of them have asthma. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at. I didn't see one person hitting an inhaler. But check it out. I mean, it, it, really, it really paints a picture of these people are basically living how they were living, you know, multiple generations ago. And... High fructose corn syrup is killing us. That's that's where I'm going with that. So they they have talked a little bit about the strain that's that's coming through, and they got a couple different names for it. Oh, I bet they do. Um, What's the scariest name? 
Oh, well, they gave the other one like a cute name. So cute. Oh. Like Fuzzy Rabbit. That's the Fuzzy Rabbit variant. Like Boutique. Um, the Omicron variant EG5 is nicknamed Eris. E-R-I-S, right? Uh, sire, spelled backwards. I don't know if that means anything. Uh, it has been the That's dom- pretty close to the Taylor Swift concert uh, or tour. Oh, Eras. 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 Yeah. Eras. Yeah. Which, huh. I'll tell you what, for as much as my kids get, one of my kids was like, why ain't I at the Taylor Swift concert? I'm like, because we're not about that life. Okay. And she's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> like, I almost got freaking judged. Like, like she almost like was like, oh, you don't have it like that? You can't. Boom, we're at the show. I'm like, oh, I could, but we're not. Okay, yeah, That's fair. I'd watch it in the movie theater. I heard, I heard it's a really, really good experience. Uh, and people have a lot of fun. People that go to boutiques. Sold uh, out. Go to Sold Street, out. Sold out. Try to buy something on the aftermarket. Thousands. And I was telling the kid, I was like, maybe we should buy tickets early and then sell them and make the money. Let's try that. <laughs> hmm. um, so um, BA... Uh, 2.86 is starting to spread. So, and it says right here, earlier reports show Eris may be more transmissible than other variants, though it doesn't appear to cause more severe disease. So why are there, why is there an uptick in hospital? Mm, I don't know. You know, put that death ticker back on, uh, no, if Trump gets reelected, but they'll put the death ticker back up on CNN, bet. So that brings us to what we were talking about earlier is mass mail-in voting. So here's one way I think that we can fix this mail-in voting issue that we're having uh what kind of like asthma just stop doing it well yes in a way but how about this how about once the mail-in ballots come in we have a number ohio doesn't have a problem with the mail-in ballots because i think we can open them before voting day and get them all counted so we add them to the total yada yada in a, in a state like what I've been saying on past shows, we got Pennsylvania, we got Georgia, we got Michigan, we got you know, all those, those states that are going to come into play again, come into factor again, end up being seven days long before we find out who Joe Biden actually edges out. I needed a number. I need to know, is there, is there, is there 987,000 outstanding mail-in ballots? Because that way, if your candidate, whoever it is, the Republican nominee, is ahead by more than those, it's a wrap. But if you don't have a number on how many are outstanding, then seven days later, you lost by 0.3%. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. then that sounds like an easy law to pass in the legislature to just give me a, just give me a number, get the count, run it through a machine, count it, keep the counts. Because that, because they always say 80% of precincts are in, 90% of precincts are in. Oh, they're counting the mail-in ballots. But if we don't know the number that they have, yeah. we never know where, where it's going to end. It's, it's never going to work. I don't have any faith in the uh, system anymore. <clears throat> it's never going to work. There's just too many ways around it. Oh, we forgot to count the military ballots. Oh, we found another box of mail-in ballots that we didn't run through the machine. Oh, I I mean, I know what you're saying. So if there's a law, then you're like, well, that box doesn't count. But now you're denying people their right to vote. I mean, it's just, it's never going to work. Never going to work. There's no way to do it. Okay. So let's get off COVID for a second. Oh. Since we're talking about ballots. And let's talk about. Uh, this case with the Supreme Court trying to figure out if they're going to keep Trump off. Uh, all they have to do is get him off the ballot in Georgia. Well, no, this is going to be no, no, no. This no? is this is actually going to be a national level. This is the Supreme Court. It's a national level case. They've. Uh, but how's that going to work if the, sta- our, if the states are in charge of their own elections? Uh, well, they're not because it's a constitutional issue. So. Um, yeah, so I guess apparently in October when they come back, they have already sent the uh, merits of this case out to the justices for them to review to see if they're even going to take this case on. Now, they haven't said they're going to take it on, but there's basically a group out there, and I don't know, I, I don't know all the details on it. And once we figure those out, maybe we'll have uh, maybe Paul Engel on and we can talk to him about okay. it. Um, but uh, so what they're doing here is they're trying to invoke part of the 14th Amendment that basically back in the day said um, that anybody, and I think it was, it was more electors uh, than it was presidents, um, but still that uh, they were trying to keep Confederates 
from holding, uh, being a presidential elector, running for office, uh, because they did actually rebel against the United States. Um, That's correct. And that was like um, 1870s, right? Um, They had it lifted at some point because obviously the Confederates were all dying off. um, And this group wants to invoke that, saying that, hey, Donald Trump is guilty of insurrection, which I don't think he is yet, but they're saying that he is, his part in J6 should preclude him from ever holding public office again, ever. And that's what they're going to try to do. Now, I don't know if the Supreme Court's going to hear this. They're, they may look at this and be like, this is absolute hogwash. <sighs> How old am I? Hogwash. Uh, <laughs> but they may look at this and say, no, you know what? We're, we're, not, we're not even going to entertain this. Now, I guess it would depend, you know, if he's convicted, uh, you know, in Georgia or somewhere. Because I guess if he's convicted, then they would have a little stronger leg to stand on. But, but not really, since this, is, has never, this clause has never been used before. I mean rarely used since 1800s. Um, But what I find fascinating is you can say that Donald Trump had all this to do J6. And we've gone over the merits of the whole J6 case. Now I see Proud Boys guy going in fucking jail for 22 years. And he wasn't even in D.C. Nope. And What kind of representation did he have? I I don't know. That was unbelievable when I saw that. And we've gone over the merits of this J6 thing before. I mean, nobody wanted to take over the government, man. Nobody walked in there with guns. Nobody... With a list of demands? No. They fucking dressed up like Buffalo and they walked in there and stole lectern. I mean, that's this was not... And that dude got let out early from the video that got released to him being walked around the Capitol with police. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was not... I mean, we can go over this all again. This was not an insurrection. But you want to know where the true insurrection, in my mind, lays? Go ahead. And that is with the Democrats. If you want to talk about a true insurrection... When you had Democrats trying to remove Donald Trump from office. A duly elected president. A duly elected president. When they are weaponizing the Justice Department. And the IRS. When they are bringing in special counsels. When they are arresting everybody around the president. A duly elected president. That is where your true insurrection. That is a coup, man. That is an inside. That is a soft coup. They were trying to remove a president using using the Department of Justice, you know, uh, weaponizing that Department of Justice against him with real ramifications. This J6 shit, come on. Nobody was trying to remove anybody there. Right. And they... What they're doing with the charges that they're that they're trumping up on him is using the way that they view how it's written. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Like, they're trying to interpret it the way they want to to be able to say, oh... It doesn't matter if he's convicted, but he's charged with it. So, therefore, he is, you know, it, it totally throws out innocent, innocent until proven guilty. But he's not going to get, nobody in D.C. is getting a fair trial at all. No, no, none of those J6 guys. I mean, this guy is going, uh, and I would have to look at uh, how he was found guilty. But like you said, he wasn't even there. I mean, I thought, I, I was pretty concerned pretty sure that the leader of the proud boys was already an informant was was the <laughs> did the proud boys actually make overt m- movements to overthrow the government no i don't think they did but they are going to put them in that basket of deplorables uh, that were there with what they deemed their intentions were not with what their real intentions were and then they're not in a jury. In a, in a, in but you can say this was their intentions, but at no point did anybody try to take over the government. Should they be in jail for trespass? Absolutely. Should they be in jail on a myriad of other minor crimes? Absolutely. Nobody there, though, took, took steps to overthrow the government. It's just, it's insanity to me. With no, the only with ones no that tried weapons. to overthrow the government were the Democrats. Those are the only ones that tried to overthrow the government. But they run the Justice Department. Mm-hmm. I mean, they set the Justice Department up just right. Mm-hmm. To really take that on. I mean, but that's so herein lies the problem with Donald Trump. When he appointed Bill Barr, I was like, OK, I think Bill Barr, you know, I, I know what he's done in the past. Like, you know, I think he's a no nonsense guy. And then you see the books he puts out. You see, like, you know, he says he'll jump off a bridge if Donald Trump is the is the candidate. Like he says all this shit. And it's like he said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope they live stream that because I don't think he'll really do it. No, he won't. Oh. Um, 
But can't even get these bitches but, to move to Canada. But 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 let's just let's just say he does win. Let's just say he does win. Now we got our bet going, and you're saving that bottle of rabbit hole apparently for a reason. <laughs> Because you do have a bet going, and I kept telling you that I don't care who's running against Donald Trump. He's going to lose by a slim margin. I've seen the playbook before. I will be happy to give you the bottle of Derringer if I'm wrong. Might even, doesn't even have to be the purple one. It can be the one up. I don't care. Wait, what's his bet? I thought this bet was a general election. We're talking primaries? No, this is general. Oh. This yeah, is I, general. Don't think, I don't think he's going to make it to the, I don't think he'll make it to the general. By his doing or their doing? Um... Well, probably his doing. I don't think he's going to make it. I think, I think there. I don't know who it's going to be yet, but I think there's going to be another Republican nominee. I don't think. I don't. I just don't think. Look, right or wrong, man. I, people just don't want this drama anymore. They're fucking tired of it, you know. But that means it worked. It means well, their psyop worked. It, it may have worked. It depends on who we put in there, I guess. But what my point I was getting anyway. At, go ahead. My point I was getting at was that um, who's going to want to work with them now? Once they realize that all they do is put you in jail. For giving him legal advice, he's not going to get the best lawyers. He's not going to get the best Department of Defense. He's not going to get the best anybody to, to want to work with him. And that's a damn shame because he's the kind of guy that will let people do their job uh, and not micromanage because he doesn't even want to. He just wants to have the title and then, let it, and then delegate to everybody else. That's, that's, that, that's, what, that's what people in those positions do. Right. So that's going to be an issue. You get him in there and then, you know, who does, who, who does he pull Mike Flynn back out of the ashes and go, here's our new, here's our new, uh, you know, the, the guy that's running the military. Here he is. He comes in looking all beat up. He's got a black eyes. Fucking tooth is missing. Yeah. After his last battle. Right. Yeah, he's going to surround himself with like the Mike Lindells of the world. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I like Mike Lindell and stuff, but I mean, these people are not going to. What's it going to be? Secretary of Treasury? <laughs> Secretary of Pillows and Slippers. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to be able to get anybody to help him. So along with that J6 bullshit, um, that guy got 22 years. It, it happened fast. Like you didn't get to see too much of the, of the trial and you thought, you know, I thought. The state trial, federal trials aren't recorded, but state trials are. So there's a chance that they're already trying not to, they're already trying to put everybody in Donald Trump's Georgia case together under one so they can't split them apart. Then they're trying to get them done. They're trying to get this whole thing done with millions of documents in like four months. I can't even believe they could put a time on it. Because you see people reaching out and, 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 or that have been in the system long enough and lawyers. Uh, Ship Direct Crew on Twitter is a really good follow for information on what's going on with this whole debacle. And he's like, I've been a part of these kind of cases that last two years. Are they, I mean, since they're putting all these people together, is Stacey Abrams in there by any chance? Mm -mm. Is she one of them that they're trying also? No, I don't think she got indicted at all. Oh, that's weird. Because no. she's never accepted the results of the election. But let's talk about the recusal, okay? So if if there's a judge that needs to recuse herself because she has said things, um, and we talked about it a little bit before the show started, uh, they can go back and list you all the stuff she said about when she was putting defendants at, for J6 in jail. She was like, you supported a man who should already be in jail. Like, she has said that in public, in court, and... She will not recuse herself from this whole thing, even though she has obvious bias. She won't. And that's Chuck Chuckin or whatever the hell her name is, is the, is the D.C. judge. But you can guarantee, <clears throat> and mark my words today, if the Supreme Court does get a hold of Donald Trump's case, they're going to be screaming at the rooftops for anybody that he appointed to recuse themselves from, from actually putting a vote in on this because he put them in there. And I know you, you kind of disagree with that, but that's going to be all they have. They're yeah, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Like I said before, I, I, it's going to be more, if, in order for them to demand a recusal, I think it's going to be more than just the fact that they were appointed by Donald Trump. There has to be something they did, um, you know, some kind of prejudicial statement they've made, some kind of, there's going to have to be something there, um, you know, a case that they presided over, uh, is something. It's going to have to be something more than just they were appointed. But this D.C. judge has, I could show you all the stuff that she well, said. Well, then if we're going to do that, then we should recuse all the ones that were appointed by Democrats. 
I mean, it, see, it's, I mean, where does that stop? It doesn't, it, you can't just recuse somebody because they were appointed by a certain administration. No, but if she has that on record when she's putting people in jail for J6 and they're telling them that, you know, you're supporting a guy who should already be in sure, jail. Sure, prejudicial, uh, prejudicial statements in at that point. Yeah. Right? So that's okay. I have no problem with that. There should be a recusal there. But to recuse, you know, justices on the Supreme Court that were just appointed by Donald Trump is ludicrous. Do you have an opinion on if this should move to federal court? On what? Georgia's? Yeah. Well, I guess we have to wait to see what happens with Georgia, right? I mean, I think it starts with Meadows. I don't think that they decided on Meadows if Meadows is going to go to. It's a state issue right now. Though. It's a state issue, but he was acting in a, as a public servant when, when it happened. I understand that, but it's Georgia is suing for things that happened in Georgia. I mean, Georgia has, has brought charges for things that happened in Georgia. You don't just go straight to the Supreme Court with that. No, but another judge is going to decide if Mark Meadows is going to be is going to go from Georgia to having a federal trial is what he wants. Okay. Because then he gets a a, a, a jury, a real jury of his peers, a real uh, different set of prosecutors and all that stuff. Then if that happens, I think that opens the door for, for Donald Trump and everybody else in there to say the same thing. None of this happened when they weren't in executive positions. Right, but they're they're accusing them of violating Georgia law. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not disagree, disagreeing with you on that. Yeah, no. I mean they're it, they're violations of Georgia law. There's no reason to move that federal. You can't just come in and move something federal when it's when it's a state's issue. Right, but then if so what about Donald Trump being immune from being convicted of something that he did while he was president? Because at that time, you don't, you can't indict. At that time, yeah. but the second that he is not president, they can. Which is what they should have done to you a bunch cannot, of other you, presidents, and they never did. You cannot, yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to charge or indict a, a sitting president. Mm-hmm. But once he's not, I mean, you don't just get to go willy nilly commit a bunch of crimes in your president. And, then be and like, you're just yeah. like, hey, hey well, executive privilege. Yeah, sorry, bitches. <laughs> no, I mean, no, they're certainly allowed to charge him, but I don't know. But this is this is this is politics 101. This is uh, like you said. There's got to be a lot of a precedent set, and they don't have a lot of precedent. And it's the same thing with the Hunter Biden thing. When Hunter Biden's uh, plea deal collapsed, I don't think we. I think we've been off so long we haven't even got to talk about that. What's that? Hunter Biden's plea, plea oh, yeah, deal no, collapsing. Right. Then they then they set a special counsel, and the special counsel just happens to be the guy that gave him the sweetheart deal. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we're not going to get into that because we don't have a, a, a ton of research on it. Or time. Or time. But think about it like this. It, did it seem right that Merrick Garland would make the guy who was already prosecuting the case a special counsel in that case? Or do you think you should have gave it to a fresh set of eyes that didn't have anything? Well, sure, it should have been a fresh set of eyes. And then there is a part in there where it's in the bylaws that says that person should not have a position in government. Okay. And he does. So okay. like, So like. Okay. Okay, what? It's just okay. It's just okay. Uh, yeah, it is because it's just the way things are done. There's nothing you're going to do to change it. There's nothing we can bitch about it on here all we want. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to put I will not comply on my Facebook page too. I mean, I it's fucking, my banner. I, I stand with Ukraine, man. I fucking <laughs> nothing. None of it matters, dude. None of it matters. It is the government is so corrupt. It's then right. they're going to do what they do. And there's, I mean, we know that there is. Uh, it is not equal justice for all. I mean, I, I don't know. We can sit here and talk about it till we're blue in the face. It bores me, to be honest with you. And that's and that's the game we're playing now because as soon as we win the Senate back, as soon as as soon as we get bigger numbers in the House, mm-hmm, as soon mm-hmm. as we get the presidency back, yeah. yeah. Tell me all about it, Dan. Tell me how things are going to change. We ain't doing shit, right? We know we're not doing right. shit. That's exactly which it. which leads me to my next point: is that when does it when does it come to high time? And this is this goes back to the to the to the genesis of this whole entire podcast when I sat there and was like. We really need a real independent American party. <laughs> can't even get people to vote. You're not going to get an independent party. Did all those people from the independent American party die yet? And I can take it over. <laughs> they all got to have COVID right now. You They're should sold. just, you know what? You should just go ahead and volunteer with them right now. Just so you can start working your way up. And just be the new head. Just walk in their hostile takeover. Just Listen, it's going to be a self-fixing problem. Just get in there as a janitor, and before you know it, you're in charge of the fucking joint. Every, I mean, they're dying off at unbelievable rates. <laughs> they're falling over yeah. left and right. Yeah, well, we'd like you to talk to our boss, but he just died from a hip fracture. Oh, fuck. Well, shit. Sorry. Sorry to hear yeah. that. So, yeah. I mean, go volunteer for him. Oh, man. They're in another. I mean, I got to move the headquarters to 
to this building. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. If you like ivy. When, when nature takes over, when nature reclaims or whatever. Um, also on the J6 thing, uh, before we jump off that topic, <clears throat> they hired a, uh, or they got a bunch more funding for it, um, and it seems like they're hiring a bunch more uh, lawyers and because uh, they're going to be prosecuting a lot more cases. I think they're branching out from people that were in the building to the people that were like... Why don't they use some of the 87,000 IRS agents? I think, they, I think they're looking at people that like looked at the building and, and they can tell they thought about going in. I think they're going to uh, put charges Well, you know what? Listen, here, well, what's your experience with this case? Well, I was watching CNN during the whole thing, and I could tell you right now. Yeah. Those guys are they're guilty. Right. Oh, well, okay, come on. Yeah, we need you. So... <coughs> There was one guy who just got arrested last week. Don't remember his name. But the, the tough part about this one was after they had the warrant, they called Liberty Safe. And Liberty Safe gave him the backdoor code to open his gun safe. Did you hear about that? What? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, do you want a minute to look it up or what? It is. It Are you is kidding me? Real life what happened. Now, they always say Liberty Safe put out a statement that was like, when law enforcement contacts us and tells us they have a warrant, we go ahead and give them the six or seven digit code to pop into the digital, which unlocks it. And they've been doing that. And when I was listening to Tim Cast earlier. Well, I guess that right there, if, if anything has ever convinced you that you need a dial safe, although do they have a backdoor code for the, even the dial safes probably? Pro- I mean. Probably some, some I, combination yeah, on them that I, you yeah, don't know. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. Like 48, 10, 22. That was my seventh grade locker combination. And I have no idea why I always remember that, but that's what it was. That may be on a quiz later, so everyone take notes. What was the number, Jim? Oh, I don't know. 48, 10, 22. I'm trying to think, like, (laughs) I'm trying to think what. uh, I'll remember remember that number, but forget it's trash day. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, it'll be like what year was was January sixth? Was it twenty one? Yeah, the beginning. Yeah, of so that'll be their code, right? They're like, hey, we need a backdoor code for this. Okay, it's o one o six two one. And they're like, really? They're really? like, fuck, we already tried that. Oh no, you got to go left first. Got to go left. You got to clear it out. Uh, all right. Well, we're gonna have to look into that. Wow, uh, oh, fucking Liberty Safe bitches right so <laughs> why liberty safe is being compared to bud light by right wingers <laughs> i'll tell you why Modern, all right so a couple other cases that the supreme court has decided to hear which some of them are kind of interesting to me and this is going to be in october well, are, they're, they're back in session now like october the, october is when they're back yeah in session. Okay. yeah so uh november 1st they're going to hear a case uh from a activist attorney who is trying to um uh, see if he can trademark a belittling phrase aimed at president donald trump and apparently the expression trump too small is what he's going after for T-shirts and stuff. He doesn't want anybody else to be able to use that. And somehow this bullshit made it to the Supreme Court. They're actually going to hear this case to see if he can trademark that. Um, Federal firearms. Um, They are going to, on November 7th, they're going to hear uh, United States versus Rahimi, um, which concerns a federal law that bars people under domestic violence-related restraining orders from possessing firearms. The Biden administration supports his ban. Um... Uh, turns out that Rahimi here had previously entered a guilty plea to violating the statute. He, uh, he was involved in five shooting incidents after a restraining order was entered against him in February 2020. Then the Supreme Court handed down its landmark Bruin decision in January of 22, which declared a constitutional right to bear arms in public places for self-defense. Shall not be infringed. Mr. Rahimi asked the courts to review his conviction given the change in the Second Amendment jurisprudence. Now, um, uh, well, this paragraph here, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit found that the law had ceased to be, uh, to be constitutional in light of the Bruin ruling. The ban on possession of firearms by someone under a domestic restraining order is an outlier that our ancestors would never have accepted, the circuit court stated. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about this. I think that if you are currently under a restraining order, under a protection order, or currently under domestic violence uh, charges... Uh, I don't know if I have a problem with you temporarily not being able to have a gun. Um, uh, but are you innocent until proven guilty? 
Well, yeah, but I've seen a whole lot of fucking people that have gone out there and shot their shot their fucking whoever, you know, because they pulled a restraining order out. I they guess pulled that's, a, I, yeah. You know, they pulled a temporary protection order out on them. Now, is that going to, I mean, is a restraining order going to stop you from going and shooting them? No. But if the police have to deal with you, they find out you have a gun, they could probably prevent that crime at that point. Now, I understand the whole constitutional side of it. Well, you're not, you know, there's... Uh, shall not be infringed, but I don't know. I okay. don't know how I feel on that one. Devil's advocate. Yeah. What if they call you and they say, Jim, uh, Jim Bob Peterson in North Olmstead has, uh, has a restraining order on him. Jim Bob Peterson? Yeah. That's you, a good dude. Needs you to go to his house and, and get his Plays gun. Plays a mean banjo. Needs you to go to the house and get his gun. Yeah. You go to his house, he has eight safes. Yeah. And 276 guns. Yeah. And the corresponding ammunition. Yeah. Do you... Uh, do you go? <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you. I, I just act like I don't see it because I don't want to book all that shit in. That'll take me <laughs> weeks. You see what I'm saying? Like now, now that, I mean, that's, that's, that's worst case scenario, but that, that kind of shit exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, especially if that vindictive bitch knows that's going to be the consequence. Yeah. Well, okay. Now be careful because you're talking about victims here. So and, and truly, I mean, you can't just because you support the second amendment, you can't be like, ah, oh, that vindictive bitch. What if Jim Bob Peterson beat the fuck oh, you're out saying of this that's never happened. No, I'm not saying happen. it hasn't happened. Okay. I'm not saying it hasn't happened, but yeah, that's what I said. I mean, it's a it's a weird place for me because I've seen I've seen both sides of this real life, you know. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. I'm not whatever. Next one: social media blocking by uh, government officials. Uh, the issue is whether Americans can sue government officials who block them on social media. Controversy that arose during President Trump's time in office. Cases likely have an impact on all levels of government as citizens increasingly turn to social media to interact with public officials. Uh, Supreme Court's expected to decide whether a public official is engaging in state action uh, subject to the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution when he blocks an individual from accessing a social media account, which I would assume they are probably going to find is the case. Uh, I don't think that uh, I don't think your elected officials can block you just because they don't like what you're saying. I don't think they can. I mean, I th- they, they can shut down uh, comments for everybody, but I don't think they can just block you. Didn't, didn't we see that like a certain police department of a guy that we had on the show deleted a comment or deleted a post because it was getting. Well, and they can do that. Well, no, they can't do that. That post is still there. They just hit it. They're not allowed. Okay, to, they're not allowed to delete. Yeah, okay. Well, no, but I'm just That's saying you're legally, yeah. they can't delete. I yeah. mean, that is public record now. You can't just delete it. If the media goes to them and says, hey, we want to see this post that disappeared. We want to see what the comments were on it. They have to be able to provide that. But then what's the what's the repercussions if they don't? Well, you would sue them. You'd sue them for violating Sunshine Law. Sunshine. Sounds like boutique. On my shoulder. Kind of crappy. Makes me happy. <laughs> Veteran education benefits. I don't know much about this one. Let's see here. What uh, November 8th Supreme Court will hear. Uh, Rudisil versus McDonough. A case that would make 1.7 million post 9-11 veterans eligible for additional education benefits that could be worth billions of dollars. Uh, man, what's Ukraine going to do? We have to spend that money on... Dude, Blinken was just there. What, what, Chopped what, another, another billy. Dude. Yeah, it's what, fine. what are they going to do if they have to actually spend that money on educating U.S. veterans? Huh. Poor Ukraine. They'll probably they'll probably match it and send the other the other the match to to the Ukraine. Case is about whether a veteran who qualifies the, uh, for education benefits under multiple GI Bill programs is required to use up or abandon the benefits of one program in order to take advantage of benefits of another. Petitioner is FBI Special Agent James Rudisill, a decorated U.S. Army veteran. Case centers on the Department of Veteran Affairs interpretation of administrative. Pres- provisions of the post 9-11 veterans educational assistance act also known as post 9-11 gi bill which then president george w bush signed into law now i've always had a problem too so when i was in the army back in 89 93 i had to pay 100 dollars a month 1200 dollars total for the first year um for my gi bill all right for my education benefits okay i did not use it in time and it just disappeared. And I've always had a problem with that, right? Because, like, right now, I might be ready to go to college now. Nearing the end of my career, maybe I want to go for something else. I paid that money, and it just disappeared. I don't have, I never got my GI benefits. And I mean, refund me my 1200 bucks then. At least. After the mayor or the chief gives me my dollar for my dog, which I still haven't gotten. Um, but, yeah, I mean, at least give me my 1200 bucks back, you know, I... Shit, I've always had a problem with that. Next one is property seizures. Um, now, this is um, 
uh, asset forfeiture, mm-hmm. which I am the police and I have a problem with asset forfeiture, uh, the way it works in, uh, for some departments. But you're ready to take a bunch of guns out of somebody's house because they were... Oh, no, they get them back. Oh, you're saying for okay. Yeah, yeah. No, like they get them back. We're talking about we're talking about when you stop somebody, they got a bunch of cash in the car they can't account for. We seize it. You don't get charged with a crime, and you never get your money back. Or you know, well, when we, they're when they're riding around in the drug dealer's Corvette and right. they just put a put a light on top. Right, right. Like the guy that drives. Yeah, around. you never charge that guy with a crime. You just seized his car. And so, October 30th, they're going to hear uh, they're going to hear this, uh, which is about a class action lawsuit filed by two women whose automobiles were seized by local governments, even though they'd committed no crime. The women uh, said they were deprived of due process by two municipalities in Alabama that failed to protect, uh, or I'm sorry, that failed to properly justify their actions. The women filed suit in federal court. New case deals with civil asset forfeiture, which has long been criticized by civil libertarians. Forfeiture is a legal procedure in which law enforcement officials take assets from people suspected of criminal or illegal activity without necessarily charging the owners with wrongdoing. Often the owners are required to prove the asset was not involved in criminal or illegal activity. Failing that, the government keeps the property. Automobile of one of the petitioners uh, was seized by the city of Satsuma, Alabama, when her son was arrested while using it. She filed a federal class action lawsuit in court claiming the city violated her 14th Amendment rights by failing to provide her with a prompt post-deprivation hearing. So, yeah, I mean... It would be like somebody coming in here and saying, you know what, Dan, we're going to investigate you on firearms offenses. They seize all your guns. Mm-hmm. Never charge you with a crime. Now it's up to you to prove that you, you didn't do any of that stuff, that all these guns are legal, that I, it's up to you to prove that now, which flies in the face uh, of everything else when it comes to, uh, it's up to the government to prove that you did something, right? If you can't prove it, they just get to keep all your shit. And they could do that for anybody. Do, yeah. they ha- do they have to like hold it for a certain amount of time? Do they destroy it after 30 days? Like what? I wonder what the course uh, action there is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how long they have uh, before they take it. Now, look, I'm all for it, right? Yeah, I mean, you're fucking 15th DUI and the state seizes your car. Okay. Yeah, fuck you. You know, you're clearly going to kill somebody one day. You have, you've decided that you don't give a shit and you're just going to keep driving. You're, you're a menace to society at that point, right? Um, these fucking catalytic converter thieves that are going around ripping off all these catalytic converters. And we seize their truck. We seize, you know, as a criminal tool. We seize all their power tools. Fine. You know what? You should lose it. The only reason you have this truck is so you can go out at 2.30 in the morning and cut my catalytic converter off my car. You know? Okay. I don't have any problem with that once you're found guilty of it. But this bullshit, you know, these highway patrols and state troopers that are stopping people on the interstate season. You know what? If I'm driving around with a suitcase full of money, maybe I don't trust banks. And now it's up to me to prove where I got that money. I got to go and all my side job, everybody, I got to prove where I got all this money or else you just get to keep it. Come no. on. See my tax guy at tax time. You'll that's, see. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just fucked up. Um and then last one is federal lawsuit immunity clause. The Supreme Court will hear uh, Department of Ag- Agriculture versus Kurtz, which concerns the federal government's sovereign immunity from lawsuits. Now, this is huge. Um, now, it, it's federal government, so I don't know how that's going to work sovereign immunity-wise for like police departments and things like that. Uh, but Reginald Kurtz said he received credit report that mistakenly listed a rural housing service loan distributed by the department as past due, even though he had paid it off. He disputed the report, which should have brought the issue to the department's attention and triggered the Fair Credit Reporting Act. According to a summary on the website, statute mandates that persons providing credit agencies with information must investigate the information if it is contested. The law prevents blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. Um, they did not investigate, um, and he argues um, that uh, Congress never intended to hold the federal government responsible for ver- verifying credit information. So he's looking to um, take away their their uh, immunity. Um, but uh, Ohio, and I got to look into this. Ohio, I think, has something coming on there with uh, immunity uh, for police, and we'll talk about that. But I'll tell you what, if if they get rid of sovereign immunity for police departments, you're going to see a whole lot of guys going to another career. Guys are going to retire, you know. We already see it. Well, yeah. <laughs> um so the guy who I was talking about in in Arkansas, um Nathan Earl Hughes of Arkansas, uh was charged with a criminal complaint followed by the District of Columbia with a felony offense of civil disorder. 
And then misdemeanor offenses of entering, entering and remaining in restricted building and grounds, disorderly disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds, impeding passage through capital grounds or buildings. Are those enough charges to get the FBI to, to get into your gun safe? I wasn't listening to anything you just said. I was reading something. Can you go over that one more time for me? The Arkansas kid. <laughs> yep. Right? Nathan Earl Hughes was charged with a felony offensive civil disorder or a felony offense civil disorder is his first is his felony and the misdemeanors are entering and remaining in the restricted buildings or grounds disorderly disruptive conduct in restricted buildings or grounds and imposing passage through the capital grounds or buildings are any of those charges enough to get your guns taken from your house because why when they when they executed the search warrant of the house and called liberty for the for the combination are they just trying to make sure that he has no other felonies in there like a fully auto or they just wanted to see if he had well, any drugs in there can, you can't just go on a fishing expedition looking for i mean they'd have to have reason to believe that he had a fully automatic weapon in there it's not i mean even with this with the new ccw law you know with the concealed carry where everybody can carry a gun now right if i'm dealing with you no matter what i think about you by looking at you if you have a gun or you have a gun in the car or you i don't have the right to take that gun and run it uh i don't have a right to to run your criminal history to see if you are legally allowed Uh, you're just allowed to possess that gun now, if I uncover something in the course of, a, uh, of an investigation that says you're not allowed to have it, then that's one thing. But I can't stop you for a traffic stop. You've got a gun sitting on the front seat, and now I'm pulling you out, and I'm running all your criminal history. And I, I can't go looking for reasons that you're not allowed to own that gun. But will a cop ask somebody if they care if I run you uh, and then get permission from them? Well, I don't think it works that way. Okay. I mean, I can't. You, I don't. I mean, I have to have. They, I always, have, they always go like, we can do this the easy way or the, the hard prob- way. The problem is I have to have a legitimate reason. Um, legitimate law enforcement related reason to run your criminal history. The fact that you simply are possessing a gun in a state where you are allowed to possess a gun and conceal that gun, there's no legitimate law enforcement. Yeah, but as soon as you ID somebody and yeah. say, let me see your ID, don't, isn't your computer going to pop up? No, the progress? criminal history is a whole separate thing. Okay. And I have to have a legitimate reason to run that. Okay. And you legally possessing a gun is not a legitimate reason for me to go on a fishing expedition to try to figure out if you're allowed to have that gun. Now, if I'm charging you with another crime, I can CCH you for, for anything, right? A crime that's not a speeding ticket? Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, anything like I get you for shoplifting, right? You're allowed to possess a gun. You didn't use it in commission of a crime. It's just in your car. But I can mm-hmm. run CCH on you to check mm-hmm. for theft offenses, you know, prior theft offenses. And then when I do that and I see that you're a felon, uh-oh, now you got big problems. But see, this is where there's a lot of confusion, and you want to do a show later on sovereign citizen and all that shit that goes along with that and what the rights are and what they aren't. But still like they have a lay of, they have like a sliver of, of kind of like, Hey man, you just, you need to have a crime here. Not. And now that I'm being an asshole, now you're just going to say I'm disorderly. So now there's your crime. I've seen that happen on videos before where they're well, like, no, yeah, we just want to question you. you. Gotta read the oh, you don't, you don't want to give me your ID? Okay, well, put your hands behind your back because now you're impeding my investigation. So so that's where people feel like. Uh, most okay. states do have a, uh, most states have a law that require you to identify yourself um, as long as a crime is being, um, you know, um, you know, somebody reports that you're acting erratic or disorderly in front of Walmart. Mm-hmm. and the police show up, you do have to identify yourself. They can't just walk up and say, you look sketchy as fuck, let me see your ID. Then you can say, no, no, I'm not giving you my ID. But if they're there on a, on a true call, they got a call about your driving, your behavior, something, right? Um, and there's more to it. Like anonymous calls don't necessarily hold the same, they don't hold the same weight as right, but what caller if, what information. If, what if the guy makes it up? I'm here because somebody called. Well, that, that guy's got problems then. So you got to foil the... Sure. If you wear your that body, guy, that, if, if you wear your body cam, that guy would have a problem then, right? I mean, if we identify the caller, um, then yeah, then that guy would have the problem. But but you'd have to have your body cam. I mean, on it's, not some, to, it's not up to it's not up to us when somebody calls. Can you imagine if we had to validate every single call before we went to that call? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, somebody calls and says, "Oh my God, I just heard, uh, just heard my neighbor shoot my or shoot his wife." I heard a yeah. gunshot, and then she screamed, and we're like, well, we yeah. can't really knock on the door. I mean, is there anybody else that heard it? Uh, you know, I mean. Well, well, since you text messaged me about Sovereign Citizen, then all of a sudden the, the video started showing up. You know how that works. Yeah. And uh, there was a guy sitting on his front porch of his own house, and then they come up, and they say, hey, man, we got a report. Could be a robbery going on. He's like, it's my fucking house. 
And I'm like, well, can you prove it? And he's like, fuck you. I live here. Like, what, what do you mean? And then that turned into him being on the floor in cuffs, about to get tased. When he was like, I, I, you know, how long do I got to live here? Uh, to not have to prove to you that, like. Yeah, I saw another one where the guy was watering the neighbor's flowers while they were gone. It was a black guy in a neighborhood. He's watering the flowers. Well, some Karen calls and says, I don't recognize this guy. He's never been here before. So the cops show up and they're like, hey, what are you doing here? Well, he's sitting here with a hose watering the flowers. And he's like, I'm watering my neighbor's flowers. Well, can you prove that? And it turned into a whole thing. He ended up getting handcuffed. And I'm like, fucking guy. If he's walking out with like their TV coming out the front door. All right, let's have a little talk. But you're sitting here watering the fucking flowers. Like, why are these cops, you know? Because I, they think he heard them coming and started watering the flowers. Yeah, because, you know, pretty like, good. Yeah. Listen, I got in a pursuit with a guy once and fucking crashed on uh, uh, Crocker off-ramp. And he ran across 90. And um, I stayed with the car because there was two other passengers. Well, we had two guys that show up. And they fuck take off running. They jump over the fence at 90. And they get there. And there's a construction site, right? And they just see a bunch of workers standing around and shit. And so they're fucking going to run right through there. Well, as they're running through, like one of the construction workers, like, this guy don't work here. That's him. He's, like, over, that, there, he's yeah. over there, like, shoveling yeah. some shit. Guy just stopped, like, threw on a vest. He was standing with a shovel. He's like, hello, officers. Yeah. All out of breath. Yeah, no, that's a good move, man. It's a good play. You would have got away with it, one for that narc. <laughs> you fucking snitch. Okay, snitch. so let's, let's jump back uh, and, and finish it off with this um, Liberty Safe thing I was talking about because they did put out a statement. Yeah. So if. I'll tell you what, if the FBI is investigating you for the charges that I said he had on him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do they, do they have a right to go in the safe? Uh, because it's, well, I don't know. I'd it, have to see. I'd have to work? see. I mean, what are guns involved in this? I mean, is it, you know, I'd have to see because just the simple fact, if I'm over there at your house investigating you for a theft from giant Eagle theft of meat, does that give me the right to search your entire house now for, well, um, well, this is the FBI. It's different than police, I think. Oh, yeah. Because right. FBI There's feel no like they'll, they'll turn everything over under. Yeah, over. I mean, I don't know. I'd have to see the merits. So, I can't. But, but he wasn't charged with, like, trying to take over the government yet. Right. He wasn't charged with any kind of weapon. So why so why do they need to get in the safe? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer You'd to that. You'd have to see the warrant. I'd have to see the warrant. Okay. On August 30th, 2023, Liberty Safe was contacted by the FBI requesting the access code to the safe of an individual for whom they had a warrant to search their property. Our company protocol is to provide access codes to law enforcement if a warrant grants them access to the property. After receiving the request, we received proof of the valid warrant, and only then did we provide them with the access code. Liberty Safe had no knowledge of any of the details surrounding the investigation at the time. Liberty Safe is devoted to protecting the personal property and Second Amendment rights of our customers, and we have repeatedly denied request access codes without a warrant. (laughs) Well, and, and you know what, and that's the thing. I mean, if the FBI, if the FBI is saying, hey, you know what, we have a warrant for this house to look for any paperwork concerning January 6th, that's going to give them rights to the safe then. They can go in anything, anywhere that Yeah, you've that made, paperwork you've, you've could made be. the statement before on, yeah. on other cases. I mean, if they're there, if they're there at a house and they're looking for, you know, and they're looking for a, a stolen car, right? Mm-hmm. That might give them proper, uh, you know, curtilage. It might give them the garage, but that is not going to give them the right to start going through drawers and things like that looking for the car. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, man. I mean, it's, it's fucking smash-mouth politics out here right it now. It is, it is. And I, uh, is this too soon? Uh, it's a good song. It is a good song. And if you don't know, as it, uh, I think it's Harold, right? That's how you say it? Steve his, Harold? His last name, yeah. Yeah, Steve Harold, was the, he's the singer here in this song. Smash Mouth. Just died. Long history of alcohol abuse. That's why I'm not drinking today. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. Yeah, his liver didn't want to play no more. Yeah, man. Listen, I, you know, this is a song we all grew up on, though. Everybody remembers this song. Hey, now, you're an So anyway, rip to Steve. Man, yeah. that's a tough way to go. He was a young guy too, man. Uh, what else you got, Dan? Anything? No. Uh, we done. Gl- glad that we're back. Uh, watch for some midweek drops coming. We got a couple surprises for you. Of some, you know, we went back in the archives and found some things that uh, you're gonna want to hear. Uh, it's been a while since Jim heard them, and I had him on the floor laughing 
and he recorded the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot all about it. Yeah, so I don't even remember that story we're talking about. I can give you a hint on what the the not uh, well. Yeah, this Wednesday, uh, I can give you a hint on what it's going to be. Okay. Jim's dead. He's a family man. Whooped everybody's ass in Vietnam. Conquered the world in the FBI. If you saw Jim's dead, you were gonna die. Hey, it's Jim's dead. It's been a little while since Jim's dad has made an appearance, so uh, you can look for him on Wednesday. Should um, be a good time. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go from there. Maybe we'll be off another month. I, I don't know. It just depends how my schedule works. So this has been the most boring show of my life, though, since I got to actually, as we're recording this, I have to work at 3 o'clock. It is now 1230, which means there is no drinking for Jim right now. Uh, this has been horrible. I'm not even having fun. It doesn't have to be based around alcohol. <laughs> Well, there's a shirt or there's as, something on as, Facebook oh, oh, I saw. As I'm swigging on some redemption. Yeah, exactly. because, because Frank's going to ask what we're swigging on today. And it's not war. It's me. And it's redemption, uh, which is which is rather smooth. Um, it was a gift to our landlord. And he let me take a, a little gift. Nothing. That's how we pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. And uh, <laughs> shit. I, uh, there's a thing on Facebook I saw going around that says at this age, I don't even need fun to have alcohol. So. <laughs> No, just glad to be back, and like I said, we, we skipped off a lot of things because, you know, they're old hat, but they're going to be coming back in the news, whether it's Trump indictment, the Hunter Biden bullshit, uh, which they did t- say that Hunter Biden, on Good Morning America, this is how I know it's mainstream, on Good Morning America, they said that Hunter Biden's going to get that gun charge because there's no statute, like they let the statute of limitations run out on uh, the tax, the tax issue, but uh, the gun charge is, is going to stick, and he's going to have, he'll probably get another sweetheart plea deal but sure will. gun charge baby do you really think anything's going to happen well he filled well he filled out a form do you think anything's going to happen well what's the minimum do you what's think, the minimum do you it doesn't matter oh yeah that's right it doesn't matter what the minimum is minimum. when when they botched the case or they what uh, whatever and then they matter. found coke in the white house after he was there <laughs> it doesn't matter we you still know, never find out who the coke was whose coke it was <laughs> um well yeah wow. so uh, there are seven wonders of the world, Dan. Yes. Do you know what those seven wonders of the world are? Man, I could probably start going through them, but I don't really know them off the top of my head. Kind of right. like, like amendments. <laughs> yeah. So seven wonders of the world. We got the Great Wall of China. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great Wall of China. Everybody knows that one. You've got Chichen Itza, which is a pyramid in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. The Incans or the Mayans. You've got, uh, I think it's Petra. In Jordan. Yep. Yeah. We've got Machu Picchu, yeah, which is yeah. the Incan site in, 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 per, Peru. in Peru. Correct. Yeah. We have the Christ the Redeemer statue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Brazil. We have the Colosseum in Rome. That is okay. one of the seven wonders of the world. And we have the Taj Mahal in India. That is one of the seven wonders of the world. Wow, the Great Pyramids aren't in that? Nope. Nope. I would have thought they would have been. There's actually, there there is a list with an honorable mention of the Great Pyramids, and that's number eight of the seven wonders of the world. Maybe if a Mount Rushmore should be there, too. Uh, Maybe. Uh, We have somebody here who's got another, uh, he's got another uh, another take on Uh, the seven wonders of the world. Let's hear it. The Grand Canyon, one of the Earth's nine wonders, wonders of the world. Literally. Think of that. You know, it's amazing. Literally. Literally. You know what I'm more interested in? What's that? What are the other two wonders of the world to him? Wow, how we got that job. I would like, yeah. (laughs) First of all. The American election system. And where he's going next. He doesn't know that either. Jesus Christ. All right, well, we're out of here. Let's go. I'm fucking sick of this bullshit. Good to be back. Shut up.
Madison Rising, check them out. They're also, uh, they've rebranded Made to Rise. You know, you can pick them up on Apple Music or wherever you're listening to your music. Uh, head over to Facebook. Go ahead and like our Facebook page, Pod Bless America. Um, I think you can still find us on Twitter. Twitter still- at Jim and Dan Show. Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. If you have comments, uh, questions, anything like that, you can email me, Jim at PBAPodcast.com. And me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So I guess until uh, next week or next Wednesday or whenever we decide to drop, we'll see you guys. See you.